1: All right, listen up, fanboy. Search for Spock. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, a man who knows that summer's over and fall is here, Derek McCaw. <laughs> that Yay. is so
2: true. You're so perceptive. I Well, you know, Have <laughs> bunions mean, hurt. I, they do. And also, I've been back at work for a month, which means oh, the go. summer's oh, over. True. Summer's been over for me for a while. Okay, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And we are podcasting uh, uh, the second day of autumn, September 23rd, from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104, Santa Clara, California. How
1: sweet it is. It
2: is. Oh, yeah. And here we go. we got a lot of... Of news tonight. There's a there's a huge thing that, that straddles comics, movies, and mm-hmm. television. Absolutely. Huge event. So huge that Chris Garcia actually did some research tonight Holy. and might actually Holy. know what he's talking about. That's right. Okay. So, people, please. Gravity is about to reverse itself. But before we do that, let me introduce, of course, <clears throat> I already said, right across from me, our Harry Knowles West Coast. Eight-time Hugo loser. Eight-time... Recently named eight-time
0: Hugo loser, Chris Garcia. It's a absolutely. numbers game, man. It's a you know, numbers I, game.
3: absolutely. I had an idea for something, and I, Debbie told me it was too cruel. But I think I want to pitch it to you right now. It's going to get you a T-shirt that basically it had eight-time Hugo loser in Velcro, and you can pull that off, and it would say nine, mm-hmm. and pull that off, and it would say ten.
2: <laughs> would you like that? I, yeah, I would. I don't know anybody who embraces his failures as absolutely... You know
1: what? That's good, though, because eventually he'll get known as that guy, mm-hmm. and then people will start voting for him.
2: And then he'll have a reality television series. He's the Susan Lucci of the Hugo's. Absolutely, And, of course, to my right, our announcer.
1: Am I your? Oh, yeah, I'm your right.
2: <laughs> um, your other right. Lawn
1: whale sounds
2: Lopez. Okay, and across the man who's going to start an entire clothing line just for Chris Garcia, podcast producer and moral compass. Wow, do you think there's a market for that? I do. Rick Rick Brett Snyder. (laughs) It's a small boutique market, if you will. (laughs) Right. right. But I guarantee, at least once a year, you'll be able to make a new shirt for him. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, before we get to our comics, movies, TV news, now before we get there, we've got. Fanny Mail. Wait, don't you have a theme? Fanny it's not male? uncanny, but we've got Fanny Mail. Not only that, we've got the first official female she's, Fanny Mail. She's male. still a fandroid, though. Absolutely, she's still a fandroid. Gender unspecific. Absolutely, it's a gender neutral, neutral. A gender neutral yeah. phrase. But first of all, as I'm going to put this in chronological order that I received them. Uh, I think I am. Or just because it's the oldest recorded f- Android we have okay. Rob Cordaway. We have not heard from Rob Cordaway in a long time. Good we miss you, buddy. He's still right. We do. So he uh, referenced back to uh, I think it was, uh, it was episode 196. Okay. Oh yes, I'm uh, familiar. Your Dracula question about how many oh, film yes. Draculas, and I tried to I tried to trip him up as he was tripping me up, but I think this is all right. Don't forget, he writes that there was a Dracula character in the 1987 cult hit Monster Squad, yes. mm, okay. one of my favorite childhood movies. Quote of the movie movie Wolfman's got nards. So okay. that
1: was wasn't that a Universal film that yes, was trying was. to recap or like it was kind of rebrand kidding, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, Universal wasn't that, monsters? Was
0: that a uh, a copyright?
2: Fred Decker just released it on DVD or Blu-ray just uh, like last mm-hmm. year. Fred Decker was the director, the same guy that did Night of the Creeps. Oh, uh, Night of the Creeps. And uh, yeah, Duncan Regger played Dracula in that. And, and uh, it was uh, kids who banded together. Second second major property that had the title Monster Squad to it because that was also a Saturday morning live action series. That's true with Fred Grandy as Walt. That's right. Who ran the wax museum that could, he could bring the monsters to life. Fred Grandy? Is that her. gopher? Yes. Wow. Before uh, he was gopher. Yeah, Senator Before gopher? he was uh, no, representative. Representative gopher. Representative yes. gopher. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he actually went by gopher. I think he went <laughs> by grandy, but I'm not positive. Uh, but anyway, uh, so what I tried to get Rob on was, was, was Lon's question, everybody who's ever played Dracula in film or everybody who's played Dracula in an actual Dracula movie? Uh-huh. And he claimed that it was that how many on-screen Dracula's yeah, have there been? I think that, so. Yeah, because so.
1: I included the Dracula from Blade, and that wasn't a. Oh, that's right. Uh, and then uh, I think,
2: and I thought about it afterwards. I thought I think didn't Ringo Starr, yes, play him as Count Alucard? No,
3: no, 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 no. That was uh, Son of Dracula. Harry Nielsen's Son of Dracula, with Ringo Starr mm-hmm. in it, and I think Ringo played Merlin. Um,
4: I thought he played Dracula.
3: Did he play I no, think I don't he think played so. Alucard. Did he play? Yeah, I think I know he, he played a it's, caveman. It's one of my favorite movies and it's not available anywhere. Now, I've got the soundtrack.
2: Probably um, because it's one of those movies that people don't want to believe existed. Yeah,
0: please say someone mentioned Udo Kerr.
2: I forgot to mention Udo Kerr in Andy Warhol's Dracula. Oh my gosh. I have failed utterly as a vampire zorlak.
0: That's mm. true. Disappointing. This is my sad face.
2: Really? It looks a lot like your smug face and your Hugo losing face.
0: Really? Do you have to knock him
1: down?
2: <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, okay, all right. Actually, through most right. of Son of Dracula, Dracula is dead.
3: Uh-oh. That's true. Because Harry Nielsen is the son who is being challenged to take over the, the throne of the vampires, and I reiterate, I believe Ringo Starr is Merlin. Well, but Is he I've, dead or I've undead? never
2: I've never seen it. I've seen it. I've seen well, sure, but sure. I saw it in the uh, but in the Almanin theaters. Going, going to say in the theaters. Yes, <laughs> man, I
0: saw it on, I believe, uh, after night tracks on TBS. They yeah, used to show it. all night. about yeah. for yeah. the night tracks. Oh my gosh! They also okay. showed, showed Night <laughs> of the Living regularly. You could have told
3: me you made that film, and I would have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: He's not that old. It it doesn't have really high production values. All right. Well, that
1: answers your question, Rob. We probably only got like a quarter of all of
2: them. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure we'll stumble across many, many more. Mm. Um, Then we got, and the subject line was, female listener. There you go. Ask
1: and you shall receive.
2: From uh, Ashley, I hope I pronounce this right. Fakava? Whoa. Fakava? Whoa, whoa. I, I don't know. Spelling. Rick's going to have to use his censoring. F-A-K-A-V-A. Fakava. Fakava. Fakava, yeah. It could be Fakava. No, no. I Fakava. Think, you know, I think I... Th- Wasn't me. Well, I know. We're trying so hard not to go there. But that's how it's pronounced. Dear men... Oh, you know her? <laughs> no. Dear men of the Fanboy Planet podcast... That's me. Yeah, sometimes. Um, are we not men? I'm just sending this yes. quick email to let you know that you have at least one female listener in me. I'm a relatively new listener. I mean, we have at least two because Stephanie listens. She doesn't count though. She does. she's, she's Because now she's, she's staffed. staffed. She's staff. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: lovely and talented Linda listens. Okay. As does Espana. What up, Espana?
2: Okay. That. Oh, thank you for the name check. That makes four. Three. What uh, about Carr's wife? I don't know that Susan listens. Oh, okay. Debbie yeah. listens
3: until she tells me to turn it I down. I know. I know. So, okay, at least four.
2: <laughs> um... Anyway, she's a relatively new listener, as I just started following you guys as of May of this year. I've actually seen Derek and Rick in person <gasps> as I went to most of the panels they were on at Baycon. Oh. I doubt you remember me, but I was the girl whose first trade paperback was Johnny the Homicidal Maniac.
1: Was she the girl with the dragon tattoo?
2: No, you weren't there. Oh, okay. I was. Oh, all right. You were. I was. Uh, but she didn't mention you. She didn't mention you. But anything. you haven't been on the show. She's not a, a christener. It was the <laughs> Baycon. <laughs>
4: I hate fandroid. that you have that.
2: <laughs> They're all fandroids. There are no christeners. She's a no. Well, you can you can claim Linda as the as a christener. There you go. That's it. But really She's she'd okay. probably rather be known as a fanroid. A lot of
3: christeners are Wiccan, too. Yeah, yeah
2: they are Wiccan. Wicked Christners. Okay. It was the Bacon panels that led me to your podcast since I enjoyed your banter with each other at the panels. I really enjoy the podcast. The three of you Which are just event? the right mixture of informative and entertaining with lots of inappropriate humor, courtesy of Lawn.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. So, yes,
2: you do have a female listener, <laughs> and I will try to use my powers only for good. It was truly Ashley Fakava. P.S. I wish that I can contribute to your New York trip, but I'm really, uh, but I'm a really broke college student at the moment. Actually, we certainly understand, and I am going to take this moment to announce that we have officially gathered one hundred and one dollars. Yeah. Wow. for the trip to see Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark. That's two taxi rides. Right. So I, we're not there yet. Well, we're that's not money we
1: can invest to make more money. I am then. not
2: giving it
0: to you so you can play roulette. What? <laughs> <laughs> always bet on black.
2: Uh, always. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Okay. Hey,
0: that was a great letter from a christener.
2: Yeah. What? No! <laughs> I got fooled into this. Uh, Rick that can. was a nice letter. That was a nice <laughs> was a letter. Nice. Yes.
1: Thank you, Mrs. Facava. Okay. Or Miss. Miss. Miss.
0: Madame.
2: And I just got uh one from uh the man who who dubbed everyone Fandroids, Bill Bossert, and who's going to host us if we make it to there you go to New York. Uh, As I like to call him, Big Bill. What when up? The, when did that start? Right now. Okay. Well, We're, great then. I still like it. Gentlemen, including Lon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he promoted you this week. Thanks for the many suggestions you gave for comics titles last week. I'm looking forward to going to the local comic shop to pick some of them up. Last week, I founded a yard sale, the first issue of Marvel Comics 2001, A Space Odyssey by Jack wow. Kirby.
4: This was published in
2: 1976, based on concepts from the MGM Stanley Kubrick production. Yes, I've been a fan of the 2001 Woo! franchise, as it were, but had no idea it had extended to comics. Yep. Do any of you remember this title and know how long it ran? The yes. issue I have, yeah. yeah, okay, I already wrote them back, but I'm sure you'll fill it in. The issue I have is not an adaptation of the film, but the stories rather mirror events that had taken place in the film, and it's some pretty deep stuff for just a comic book. I got it for two dollars and it was well worth the price. And he sent me a, a picture of it. Um, he it said condition? It's, a, nah, it's good. Wasn't the first a, issue of giant size? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No. It was a Marvel Treasury edition that did mean. adapt yeah. the film. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a two thousand one number same, one. Same logo. Yes, yes, but it was but it was So for, which one was should he find so he found the actual first issue of the ongoing series. Now okay. you
1: know what we and I know you guys all know this, yep. but you know what we have that series to thank for? Yes, I do. Go ahead, Rick. Machine Man. Machine Man, which is actually
2: what I told him is that he, Aaron Stack. Aaron Stack appeared in I believe issue ten, yeah, and was actually not he called much Machine took Man.
3: over the. Uh, he was X X fifty one. Not even that. Not no? even that. He
2: was X fifty one, but that was not his superhero name. What was it? He was Mister Machine. Uh, until the yeah, until and, and, there was until, a lawsuit. Right, until Machine Man number one. So Aaron Stack was in. The but then issues.
1: before that, he was Mister Roboto.
2: Thank you very much, but number? no, you're not right. Um, so uh, ten, the last two issues, issues ten and eleven, were dedicated to him. They canceled it, and then they, yep. and then they launched Machine Man the same month they launched Jack Kirby's Devil Dinosaur. Those oh were,
3: wow! Those were good days. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: did I Devil Remember?
1: Dinosaur come out of two thousand one or no? no? No,
2: but it was like kind of Jet. What it did the you know? It was like the Eternals, and they asked Jack Kirby what he wanted to do. And Wait, explain something to me. This what is what how, he came up with? Devil Dinosaur the, and Moon Boy. Moon Boy. Yes, I'm sorry. I
1: never read that series but was that 2001 a space odyssey it was a space odyssey right there's kind was it of an anthology you- thing yeah, really. but was yeah. it so how how does machine was that taking place in marvel continuity universe Or did, like, Machine Man just kind of find his way in? I
2: do not think that originally it was intended to be part of the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. Just as when uh, Kirby created the Eternals, it wasn't supposed to be part of the Marvel Universe. And editorial kind of kept forcing him to put things in there. 2001 was, as Rick said, kind of an anthology. And it would skip around. It would be stories about people that were basically getting influenced or affected by the appearance of the monolith. And so in issue 10, I think it was... Uh, the first issue of Mister Machine. That's when he encountered the monolith in, the, in his trying to escape from the agents that were destroying X's one through fifty. And so the monolith I smell either, a movie. either lifted him into. Uh, yeah, there were a couple, and nobody's going to do it. I no, mean, I mean Machine Man movie. Oh, you know, it wouldn't be a bad film. Yeah. Think about it. Because I think well, I, all fifties. I, that, I like think, I think the, like a straight Inspector Gadget. I think for most. Uh, Wait, Inspector Gadget's gay? Yes, he is. And yeah. he's a Nazi. J. K.
0: Rowling said that.
2: Yes. Really? <laughs> I missed all this. Well, where's
1: the CNN report on that one? I I, I, don't I know. should I should
3: actually while well, we're still in letters and before we I'll diverge since I already have uh I got yeah, I got email asking from, permission. I got email from a friend uh, who does listen to the show, Doug Garrett, who um who basically said he was riding in riding in the car, drinking something and when when he heard the Thor's a Nazi line he had soda shooting out his nose. So. Well done,
2: yeah. Because that, so. that hurts. Score that hurts. Score absolutely. Yeah. That's win. Um, could we put that on the tally board? That Lon has won. <laughs> I've won it all. Yeah, I mean we're starting Clear. it from zero. I mean, okay. I'm not saying. I'm oh, not you not. mean one like that? We're yeah. gonna you give you know, it win. You know the hey. loneliest number. We should be playing like Fandroid Bingo. Like Did we? okay, Lon got soda through somebody's mm-hmm. nose while driving. That has to be worth a little that's, extra. Oh yeah, that's not a big. Six that's the points. whole card right there. That's yeah. That's like a blackout bingo. I'm going to go with
0: four corners on this one.
2: Are we done with Bill's letter on that? Well, he did have a PS. What is the over-under? Because you understand gambling in a way I don't. Okay, a little bit. What is the over-under on how long the Spider-Man musical will last? Two weeks? Can you say epic fail?
0: I'll take a week and a half in the points.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you say, Lon? Uh, It'll probably go two months. Uh, Here's the thing I'm thinking. uh, Bill, it's like the producers at this point. Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark is like springtime for Hitler. But you know, I think people are gonna have to go just to see if it's really as horrendous as everybody's saying.
3: And it'll it'll at least go for like four months because they pre-sell. You you buy mm-hmm. tickets long before it hits. the And you have to kind of
1: rent the theater for a little more than a couple weeks. Well, or they, you know, no, they, well. They, they
3: put productions on, and they'll they'll know like two months in <laughs> how long yeah. they'll be they'll be in there. All uh, I
1: know is if it starts to fail, bring in us, and we'll re do it. I'm trying to remember how long money. the vampire Lestat ran. Well, the uh, rumor, before, I don't
0: know if it ever got out of previews. The rumor is that there
2: are three
1: characters go, it,
2: in there known no, as it, the Geek Forest.
3: San Francisco, and then it opened in uh-huh. New York.
2: But I don't know so if there is a part for us. Of previews in
1: New York. Okay. okay, we should wait. We don't cross the combos. It's so. too late. Cross yeah. streams. We were having a little conversation before we're back Before we move on, though, Bill, um, if you are listening, which I know you do. Um, I need to know your t shirt size, please, so please. Oh, that's right, because you want a prize. Please send that in.
2: Thank so, you. So, uh, Bill, I'm, I'm also going to say that I think it has to op- stay open long enough for us to have gathered the. I don't know, how much money do you think we actually need as we put that plea in? A couple grand. The ca- A couple grand? We have to gather how many a people couple- are going? Well, if all three of us go, if we said that you a guys second. can, if you guys can get there, I'll pay for myself, so that's fine. So just two, that's it, two. So how much? It's still a couple grand. Okay, I feel about fifteen hundred at least. And, and then I have to yeah. explain to my wife how Family Planet finally turned to profit, and I'm using it all for Broadway tickets.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: not. But see, that's more of uh, not what do you call it? Not pro, It's more research. It's more. Or, it's more. Uh, honey, now,
2: I'm just going to be. If we gone mail, for a couple of days, if we mail you media <laughs> rate. Yeah. <Okay. laughs> Then we might have a shot. Okay. Mm. Can
1: fly jet you know what's fun. funny is, is I've never, ever in my entire life considered going to see a Broadway play. I know. Until now.
2: Are you? But are you really considering it? I would it go a, if you would go. Okay.
1: Because I would like feel less yes. gay going with you. Which I is would. weird. Really? Which is kind <laughs> of weird. Because <laughs> <It's kinda weird. laughs> that just yeah. made it
2: sound a lot more gay. Yeah. <laughs> but I would be okay with that. Okay. Because I would be like the male
1: in that situation, so it would be okay. So What? What?
2: Oh,
0: no. I'd be the
1: top. Oh, no, you wouldn't. So, yeah. Oh, no, you wouldn't. He says that now. <laughs> no, my right. pelvis would No, he's totally a switch.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm a pitcher, not a catcher. Anyways, so was what? that the end you of can't Bill's even letter? Throw the
2: ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the PS. We're good. We're, we can move on.
1: Thanks, Bill. You are a great Christmas. Really, thanks to all our frandroids for Absolutely. riding in. That's right. Because again, it's not uncanny, but we got Fannie Mae. Rob
2: Cordaway, Ashrafakama, and Bill Bosser. That's there three you know. listeners this week. That is so exciting.
0: All right, let's not blow our load too early. I'm sorry, let's I'm go sorry. on. Sorry, okay. What's next? Hey, isn't there a big shakeup in the DC? Universe? There is. Let's
2: talk. Let's go to comics. This is huge. This is absolutely huge. Um, yeah. There, well, I mean, you've just it's given huge. the headline. There's a big shakeup in the DC uh, business world. Is there a yeah. crisis
1: in the DC business world?
2: I don't know if it's a crisis. The point oh. is, we really don't know for sure. But yeah. DC Entertainment has not. I, I don't want to say it's been split, but it's now going to be by. Coastal. Curious. Oh. By Coastal.
1: Oh, curiously. By I Coastal. think that's a good move, don't you?
2: Well, let's hear how it goes. We know that the company that's called DC Entertainment that's going to be in charge of uh, where, where Jeff Johns is largely as chief creative officer uh, in in charge of movies, television, video game, pretty much everything development except for comics and writing half of the books is moving. Yeah, well, that's just Jeff. Uh, is that's moving his hobby. to uh, Burbank. Burbank. Yes. Oh, that's where it's all going down, man. Absolutely, absolutely. DC Comics is remaining on the East Coast in New, in York. New York. In New York,
3: it's a beautiful building.
2: Okay. The LA Times reported that they were going to lay off twenty percent of their employees and the, in New York, and or they've or said overall? that, but they've said that's overshot, not true. That's yeah. a, okay. a huge. What it looks like is apparently, and they're not—they're not, they're not going to say anything solid about. About it at the moment, but right now they are counseling employees one on one as to it looks like it's placement in other Warner companies if they're not going to move. Okay. Uh, They're going to other publishing arms, whatever. Mm. Um, And why are you snickering?
3: uh, do they own any theme parks? I was saying, you know, ride operator.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, they used the to. Batman yeah, stunt I ride. Don't, uh. I don't think that Warner owns Six Flags anymore. Right, I think they the just I now. think they just license the characters okay. to to those parks. So you can wear, so the, they can be the walk around. You can walk Yeah, around. The, yeah. You, if you look good in spandex, <laughs> we got a job for you. Well, there's a there's a Robin costume just waiting for you. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> so. I just
1: imagined Chris Garcia in a
2: Robin. Costume. No, don't do it. Oh, <laughs> oh. Although there is a villain on the Teen Titans animated series that looks like you. Because oh, and by it, the way, because it's meant to look like I just Harry wanna Hull I
1: style. just want to compliment Chris real fast. I love your new show, show Terriers on FX. Hey. I'm so glad uh, it's it. really good, dude. You're awesome in it. Thank you much. Alright. Okay.
2: Wow. Doesn't he look like what? the guy from Terriers? No, I wasn't going uh, to Logue? Logue? Donald
1: Logue? Is looks, that who you think yeah, he, looks he looks like? He like looks no. a little like Donald Logue. No, no, no.
0: No. <laughs> have you seen the
1: show? No, right. I have not. No. No, I right. look like marijuana
0: Santa Claus. No.
2: Oh, oh! That's a good
1: Halloween uh, costume. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the news. Back, back to the news. news. The
2: point is, they're moving all these things around. The one, the one aspect of DC that's been left completely uncommented on is DC Direct. Yes. Will those action figures? Will the those Who other cares? toy products? Well, they, they put out good stuff. Do they? You were the action figure guy. I'm really surprised. What?
1: They're good sculpts, mm-hmm. but for actual like articulations stuff, they suck. They're basically statues. Well, they are yeah. statues. I yeah, mean, they they're are. not
2: meant to. They're not meant for playability. They are for the collector, they, mm-hmm. and that's always been.
1: And I will never forget that first Green Lantern one I got, and his arm broke off like minutes after I took it out of the package. That's Thanks right, a lot, DC that was Direct. Was that the, was the DC Direct one? Or was deep. that the Mattel one? No, no, the Mattel ones are solid.
2: Yeah, good, because, yeah. You
4: know, the
1: only reason my Green Lantern leg me, broke was I think Goodson stepped on it, so.
2: What? Are you seriously blaming Goodson? I'm not uh, yet. Did he step on it, or did he fall down <laughs> drunk? at a criminal post- lineup investigation. I don't know yet. Yeah,
1: okay. We're g- oh, we're <laughs> He's gun, got gun, forensics gun. on it now.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm not blaming Goodson <laughs> yeah, until I have proof. So it, It's okay. Even if you do blame him, he'll never know because he doesn't listen to the good. podcast. Fair good.
0: enough. So, my question is how suddenly did this happen?
2: Well, I mean, we know Diane. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Diane Sassy Nelson. Pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the. Um, oh, wait, I'm going to be the future Mr. Nelson. Um, you know, uh, Major Nelson. Oh, good. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Diane Nelson, <laughs> when she was named head of DC Entertainment last year. Everybody knew there was going to be kind of a shakeup because you've got Dan DeDio gets a title change, Jim Lee and Dan Di are co publishers, and Jeff yeah. Johns is chief creative officer. Paul Levitt steps down. Paul Levitt is right, you know. It, it, all this. So we knew something had to be happening because there's also been a lot of talk about, well, are you going to um, are you going to try to match w- with with Marvel? And that's been the frustration with Warner is that that Warner has let properties go that they should have had the rights to mm-hmm. to develop into into multimedia or excuse me the new phrase transmedia properties and uh it's not like that hasn't happened in marvel though yeah but now uh, but marvel was making moves to really get it back you know like the whole watchman thing with fox suing shouldn't have happened true the belief Fuck. that warner just licensed ElfQuest last year when yeah. without realizing that dc had published it and let the license go. Oh my god, really? And yeah. so it cost them quite a bit more to option ElfQuest because it was no longer a DC property. Properties? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They so are.
1: Plus the other thing too is Marvel set up such a good business model with Marvel Studios and like having all their properties under one kind of, uh, well, yeah, okay. under one tent. Absolutely. But are, yeah. Why would you not try to follow that? Absolutely.
2: You know? and, and there's, well there are repercussions. In this, we do know that one group of people that's going to lose... A, a lot of them are going to lose their jobs is Wildstorm has been yep. shut down. Uh-huh. So everything with Wildstorm is going to uh, be done by December. They're bringing the authority and... I can't remember what other... See, well, that's the thing. The wildcats. Uh, wildcats are coming to an end. Uh, Jim Lee says after a, after a good amount of time has passed... They'll bring them back into the under the DC fold. Okay, their licensed titles will become DC books. I didn't realize they were publishing children's books. Yeah, but here's the thing, and there's not been a lot of respect paid to Wildstorm by DC because the best-selling comic book of the last, I think, two years has been Wildstorm's Gears of War number one, and you don't hear that. No, because Wildstorm, it's and it's usually Xbox and it's Time. not actually being sold. Yeah. Comic book now, talks.
3: Chris and I were talking before the podcast. Did Morrison give the Wildstorm unis- u- universe one of his fifty-two planets? Yes. Do you know which one?
2: I have to come up with a number. Yeah. No, but it was established that it was one of the fifty-two okay. worlds. So
3: they are already "quote unquote" integrated in the. But
2: apparently, yeah, yeah, and that's been N- sort DC multiverse. Of, you know, a couple of years ago, Morrison, funny you mentioned, it, was supposed to relaunch. He re- was going to relaunch The Authority, and he was relaunching Wildcats, and he got, like, one issue out of each. And then the DC management said, you know, we'd rather you work on our books and kind of pulled them away. And so mm-hmm. it's not like there's – honestly, sorry, Jim Lee, if you're listening. It's not like there's been a lot of f- excitement about those concepts. I think still, when you think about it, Wildstorm, you know, the planetori- planetary and authority, but it's the reputation of Warren Ellis's work. Right, right. As, trade, as trades, those are going great. But some really good crossovers, too, because you had
3: the, the one elsewhere, World's title with mm-hmm. Planetary and the Batman and right, right. JLA stuff. But the other one was uh, there was a long. Majestic
2: and Superman crossover, right? When Majestic came to the regular DC Earth, New, new Earth, if you will, yeah. But I mean,
1: we'll live, right? Oh, of course we will. Yeah. Well, there, uh, and, z- and other- Zuda
2: is being shut down as an imprint, but oh, but that's, that's kind so of been that's been rumored for a long time. Yeah. So, well, the they're other- still going to do digital comics. They're just it's just going to be through DC. Okay. So you know, they're, I don't think they're lessening their output. It's just no longer building. The big thing is when Warren Ellis uh, apparently posted that he had been worried about Vertigo. And no, Vertigo Mm -hmm. is staying very much alive. And they're thinking, um, now I understand. There was a Twitter from, uh, a tweet rather, from Carr this morning that said, wither Astro City. And now Mm -hmm. I get it. It Because Uh. now the question is, Astro City has been a Wildstorm book. Does it fit as it's creator-owned? DC doesn't really do creator-owned books, but (coughs) maybe Vertigo will. Interesting. And
0: there's still the the question of what's the viability of the entire company, and is it going to be broken up? And my guess is yes.
2: Why would you? Why would I will you guess say that, that?
0: because it's going to be massive losses from this. No question. You're you're moving a when you're moving an entertainment se- segment, there are not only costs involved, but there are costs of reestablishment in the new area, mm-hmm. and thus. There's going to be losses. Something's going to have – somewhere's going to have to make that up.
3: Well, sometimes you just call those losses investments. You know?
0: I'm going to disagree with you very
2: strongly because the point is we know that Warner Brothers has been snapping up video game developers mm-hmm. left and right. They're moving them to be on site close to their movie and television yeah. Yeah. And production doesn't that companies. show
0: that that's the more important segment.
2: But DC Comics has always been lost leader. Uh, that's always been understood. That is a development that has always been seen that way by Warner Brothers as mm-hmm. as, a, as an IP development place. Tested out its viability in the market. He said IP. I know. <laughs> I know.
1: We <laughs> were doing
3: so well. We were.
2: Okay. Are you all right there? This is starting to look just... Somebody get him a hose. Mm. Is someone on ecstasy. Lon's <laughs> so about to recreate a scene from Flashdance. He's a maniac. <laughs> anyway. Um, the air tastes great. Yeah, so so to get to get back to it, I, I, I'm disagreeing with you about, about mm-hmm. the break. We'll see. The other thing with DC is that it had been misquoted apparently or misreported that they were going to make a major announcement about what they were going to do with the properties as their film and television mm-hmm. development. And we, everybody was expecting that announcement, and instead we got this. That, oh, yeah, we're just throwing everybody up in the air and seeing where they land. So, and still no You know date. what I just
1: heard, though? <laughs> Jay Leno is coming back to take over DC.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, Jay Leno will be wearing the cowl. Nobody expected that from the battle for the cowl.
3: <clears throat> I did
0: briefly, but through me for a curve. And
3: Conan O'Brien can't do comics for a year.
2: Oh, okay. That's... Oh, Aw. <laughs> that hurt.
0: Kind of that was comedy, comedy. I see
2: what you're No, I got what idea. you were saying. It yeah. Was just, yeah. yeah. They just say it. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah too way soon. To, way to bring down the room. Yeah. Good times. Good times.
3: <laughs> do we have more? Glow
2: Ball, anyone? <laughs> um, <laughs> which I cannot find. Glow Balls. Anyway, the other uh, news is we were reminded by Anna Warren, owner of Elusive Comics and Games 2725 Elk in Real Suite 104, California. Santa Clara. The That's only the,
0: place Lawn buys his comics.
2: Yes. If Lawn actually bought comics. True. Yes. I still do
1: when I
0: like them.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh, that Marvel. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. Appreciate. It. <laughs> has announced a plan or True. a request that retailers. Although this is again, this is what uh, this is what Troy suggested to some degree. I still like better what DC's Troy's plan incredible. has been. Uh, what Troy Benson suggested is that uh, Marvel is saying that they're going to sell DC. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, it's Digital Marvel Comics <laughs> Unlimited because that's what they call it, the DCU right. subscriptions. In comic shops,
3: you think they they had like a laughing fit when they came up with that? Album? Oh, absolutely! Joe like,
2: Casada came up with it in like, his evil little lair and went, "This is it's too posted good." On
5: their website, um, they, they suggest it's posted on retailers' websites, um, and the thing is to to you get you get a, a percentage of the new. So you do get a kickback. You get a kickback, but they don't say how much. Hmm. and then they get your subscriber's information. You you misread so, that. They
3: just they're just going to kick you.
5: Yeah, this exactly.
2: is this is sort of like the Happy Meal deal. I don't know who knows that McDonald's huge. announced that they're giving money to uh to the Ronald McDonald House for every Happy Meal sold, a penny. <laughs> mm.
5: So, the the the, the, kick, the kick in the ass as you said about this is that so not only his okay, stores get some percentage but uh, as yet undefined, so it could be 2%, it could be 50 cents.
0: Zero is a percent?
5: It's, it, it, it's it's something, some percentage, some, well, some amount, I said. and um, But then your subscribers' information or your, your customers' information goes to Marvel, which uh. then one can wisely assume Marvel then heavily markets them to buy direct. Every possible, yeah, and buy direct. And as more titles come out and it gets more and more current, you may be getting this small kickback from that one time purchase. But uh, then you lose your customer for all those Marvel titles if they like them
1: digital. Down with the DCU. <laughs>
2: Wait, I know. <laughs> okay, we're be, hold on. <laughs> the digital co- Down with Marvel's DCU or DCU? I think he's down said with he was, DCU. I thought you said he was <laughs> down with it. No. Yeah, he knows.
0: Now he's down with <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> he it.
3: They
5: were hoping this would this explain would explain fry in the <laughs> <laughs> pan, and so everyone would say, "Wow, DCU really sucks," and then it would be intentionally. How
2: like, how PC much though? Right now, I mean, I know there was there was con there was that conversation a couple months ago when they did the Iron Man annual as sort of a day and date release. How many of their books are they doing as day and date on digital as well?
5: You know, honestly, I don't know. And I don't know how many customers I may or may not have lost to it. Um, I think this is more a future potential situation. And, the, the 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 fear on retailers' side is, you know, stick your head in the sand and it will go away, hopefully. Have you thought
2: about just opening up a Psycho Donuts franchise? Good call.
5: I would love to. I think we have space here in the store and it would be a great idea.
3: You certainly have uh, clientele.
5: Yeah.
0: We're fat.
1: Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> donuts. <laughs> mm, I did just
2: mention the last weekend, Comedy Sports opened up a guy, uh, well, Psycho Donuts opened yeah. up their second... Uh, Location in downtown San Jose at the Comedy Sports Well Camera Three uh, Theater. So Cafe Two, not anymore. Now it's just Psycho oh, Donuts, God. baby.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, did they give you free t- donuts.
2: They did Thursday night Ugh. as their grand opening. And you didn't thing. call me. What a you I, I didn't go. Yeah, I'm too fat.
0: I you could have called been. me. In. I
2: can't have <laughs> I Psycho Donuts.
0: Hello, hey, I'm Derek McCaw. I'm here from a free donuts. No,
2: I think they. <laughs> I think they know you're not me. I love
0: the fact that there's a very thin line between Derek McCaw and uh, Ringo Starr. Or the George, one of those Beatles.
2: What? Or George, what? One of yeah. those Beatles guys. You know. All right, right. I'm a born Liverpooler. <laughs> all right. Don't talk to me. So comedy. we've gone. Oh bad. my God!
1: I got shot in my back.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Not at all. Yes. That was Ringo. Good time. No. <laughs> That was, of course, I don't know. I yeah. That was one of the lines from *Son of Dracula*, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna diagram yeah, let's this on. later. Let, let us move on to actual comics news. No, that, I mean, but that that is good to know and get a retailer's perspective on something mm-hmm. that, that you that know, has know come what else out? that means
1: what? That now DC is on the West Coast and they're easier to pitch to. That's
2: oh, I, I thought that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Word. No.
2: I'm kidding. What? Nothing.
1: Pound it. Mm. Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and DC's track record delivery has been really fantastic. So. Which well, they one? just haven't
1: hit the West They're, Coast well, market we'll yet, baby. We'll see.
0: Here we go. I mean, I'll
2: get, I'm gonna Me talk. and
0: McCaw got a couple projects
2: brewing. I'm going to come back to it uh, when we talk about, about movies because there's a couple things that Diane Nelson said about about film development. So, Is
1: Diane Nelson a single woman?
2: I don't
0: know, and I'd like yeah, to Yeah, there's know. just one Really?
1: Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, well, Diane, in case you're listening, I... Uh, I'm a a featured regular on this podcast, so uh,
2: and uh, got a lot to offer. Not a ring, in fact, he has all the different colored power rings, Mm.
1: Uh, plus a couple different rings, if you know what I mean. I like Uh, the fact that we're going
0: down into the deeper registers. Suffering
1: got a couple C rings, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Aren't they what blew up the
0: shuttle? (laughs) No, those were O O rings. rings. And if only he had an O
1: ring. (laughs) Actually, I'll bust your O ring. What about
0: a Nova ring? Nova ring.
2: And we're, we're back, back. <laughs> but Rick is not. I think is that is that a little cere- cerebrum that just went down your nose? It's there's like wah. a vein in his forehead that's <laughs> yeah. like in guard. Wow, wow, wow! That's like it was sculpted by the Todd McFarlane toy company. Moving on, is uh, that moving being, on. Dripping out of your eye? Uh, okay. <laughs> I I just got some news that uh, you know there's going to be a in, in the Avengers franchise, and you've been reading some of these, right? Uh,
1: I I'm not brushed up all the way yet. Okay,
2: but you know, when you've been reading, and I know Rick has, in all those, those uh, different Avengers titles right now, have you been feeling like there's just one, like, crossover missing, one team up that you really want to see? Were you talking about the... Uh, with the Avengers and some other super group? Sure, Power Pack. Oh, Avengers versus Power Pack. Does,
1: are we going to bring back the Great Lakes Avengers?
2: Oh, the, yeah. that would be awesome. Did oh. they
1: ever leave? Yes, they became the new... Um, GLX. X. Yeah, GLX. Yeah, they okay, okay, GLX
2: okay. for a while. I missed them. No, it's not them. Okay. Uh, Agents chips. Agents of Atlas? No, that would be great. Oh, Chips. That'd be good. Avengers versus the Chips. chips. Um, that'd be good. <laughs> no, okay. no, it's... Uh, we're waiting for Avengers versus Pet Avengers. Mm. Thor versus Thror. <laughs> wow. Is this for the
1: kids? I thought it was Throg.
2: Throg. I don't know. Thror. I don't know.
1: So wasn't Throg the group that did Wild Thing? That uh, was the trog. Trogs. Trog. Okay, yeah, I was close. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well, actually, that was, and you, uh, that was probably sincere. It yeah. was. Uh, it was. Okay, yeah. uh, that so makes my heart sing. So no, Throgs can still be trademarked. Uh, so it's kind of
1: like an Avengers when animals attack episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Suddenly, you just sold me on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Avengers, when pet Avengers, Avengers attack. attack. You, know,
3: you know, the balancing thing here would be if Squirrel Girl joined the pet Avengers. She wouldn't know which side to
2: join. Yeah, she'd just be like, she huh? wouldn't. Uh, yeah, would I know she'd what
1: side to. Do. I'd join with her.
2: So. I know. I'm gonna say back. She's I think adorable. you really have you listened to that Kirby Crackle album? No, yeah, uh, yeah, because there's a song that uh, yeah. involves oh, really? time spending, pet spending the night with uh, with uh, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. yeah.
1: All I know is that uh, she'd be great on my nuts.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Bill <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to just take the money and fly out here <laughs> and take over and it was an Ashley... Squirrel girl, was, come on. And uh Okay, Ashley, you asked for it. That's all I'm gonna say. Ashley <laughs> asked for that. She said I don't know. Now don't you all wish you were christeners? <laughs> Anyways. Oh,
1: yes, yeah, so who's who's responsible for this Pet Avengers? I don't, don't know. Don't you reverse that, Rick
2: Brettschneider. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know now. I'm so out of there. I did mention, this should excite you, there's a new Heroes for Hire book coming. Is it called Heroes for Hire? Yes, <sighs> it is. I'm tepid. And Okay, but, however, I think because I respect the writers.
1: Oh, who is writing it?
2: Dan Abnett and Andy Lan- Lanning occasionally known as DNA, and you're probably aware of them because they do write sci-fi novels. Yes, that's where
1: else? Have, what comics have they written?
2: Uh, they, wrote, uh, they wrote a very good, though underappreciated, run of Legion Superheroes, but they've been mostly, for the last couple of years, doing uh, both the Warhammer books, because that's where they write a lot of Warhammer novels, but also the cosmic adventures that, uh, that uh, Marvel's been doing. Oh, with, like, Nova van- and his shoulder pads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Annihilation and... W- now,
1: Rick, you're an old-school 70s Heroes for Hire guy, right? Sure. Now, what did you like best Sweet about... Sweet Christmas, I am. Sure, sure, sure. What did you like best about those stories?
3: Uh, the interplay between uh, the, the crazy uh, Luke Cage and the calm and reserved uh, Danny Rand.
1: And I don't quite... Remember a bunch. I have them. my It's been a while since I've also I read them. like
3: Colleen Wing a lot. But I mean, she is there. But
1: here's for High was really understand. like. Uh, wasn't it? And help me out because I don't remember. But wasn't it more kind of in the streets, kind of down to earth? Oh sure, they
3: were. In, they lived up above a movie theater for a long
2: time. So it was kind of like urban, kind of you know, like it was almost huh? like. No. The Talon is above is an old converted movie theater. Anyway, go okay. Ahead.
1: But wasn't it more kind of like, in a sense, wasn't like Heroes for Hire like black exploitation comics almost?
2: It was it was urban. Folk. Yeah, there,
3: you could say that. There were there were there so were a lot. So that's of the
1: way I kind of like my Heroes for Hire. Now, was it maybe mid nineties? They did a new Heroes for Hire, and they were trying to make them like the Avengers almost, and it was like Luke Cage, Danny Rand. They had like a, the Jim Hammond Human Torch came back. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they, they had, had a Misty d- Knight and Colleen Wing. And a couple of
2: years ago, The Daughters of the Dragon as yeah. Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. Right. And, um, but once uh, once
1: that little storyline came through, it was too super group. But I didn't really care well, for it, was it. No longer the '70s. But so, there was a know.
2: revival just a couple of years ago. That there was all the urban guys. It was Shang Chi as well. Right. Uh, I don't think Iron Fist was involved, but Luke Cage was there and Paladin. And so no. they're reviving with the, with that lineup and uh, Electra is joining them. Okay, and so it
1: sounds like it's going to be another super yeah, group thing.
2: At the last one I name, at least on the cover of the first issue, you're going to hate it. Why? Ghost Rider. Uh, I hate it. Yeah,
1: or he doesn't belong He doesn't that. belong there. No.
2: Yeah. So uh, well, know.
1: the other thing, too, is you can't, I mean, I could almost. And the Falcon. Uh, oh, the Falcon. Uh, the Falcon's, the Fal- Falcon, Falcon's yeah. fine. Yeah. It'll now be see, Snap Wilson. Oh, they haven't brought him back in a while. But, uh, I love the Falcon. You know what would be great yeah, is...
2: That's uh, good because I am the Falconer.
1: Because I almost feel like Luke Cage can't come back to Heroes for Hire since now he's the Secret Avengers. Avengers and he's an Avenger guy. So and it he's also in
3: charge of the uh, Super Prison. Yeah. So oh, he's okay. basically
1: Wolverine. Yeah, he is basically. Basically Wolverine. Oh, he's, he's appearing, appearing in all. He's got <laughs> four full time jobs. So I, so I almost find it interesting if they redid <laughs> Heroes, for which Hire. is which
3: is a shame because he's now he's got a little child too, and yeah, he's going no
2: to no time to spend with, with his kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, are there any like lower level street heroes they could bring up, and instead of making a Power Man and Iron Fist heroes for d Man?
3: D Man. Well, cool. he is homeless. But, I would uh, I would say Sons of the Tiger. Yeah, but you need
1: that that interplay. Yeah. You need like two like strong characters that could step up into that and go kind of street for that. Because even Iron Fist, I mean, I'm like the biggest Iron Fist fan, but I don't... I mean, he's got his own things now. Isn't he still in Avengers, or he's a secret Avenger, or... Uh, I, I, I an looked to, I Secret look to for this
2: because when it comes to the, it comes to them uh, right now what I'm I'm living on is when the trades are collected so I'm, See, I'm I mean they behind. have a the whole map I hate to map be that fraction
3: guy. run on Iron Fist with the uh, and and the the uh, what the, what the champions the um
2: yeah no I know what you're, I can't remember with about the yeah, start the fight over Conlan yeah, it was fantastic Fat Cobra and uh, uh, um, yes uh which is apparently co- if, if not already out in a fantastic omnibus edition.
3: Oh, that would be that'd be really good. So see, that's kind of cool. that on my guy. Amazon wishlist yes.
2: today. Yes.
1: But they took those characters kind of to the next level. Yeah. So it's almost like Heroes for Hire is almost it's almost kind of like that that proving ground for some newer urban characters. I would be really interested if they did something like that and brought something somebody new to the You know how Bendis like in his early Avengers runs or whatever he try to take or even like with Alias or something, you know what I mean? He try to take a An underused character and make them awesome. You know know? who you could bring
3: into that? Mm -hmm. Who I think he no longer has a book, but you could bring the new. Doctor Strange in the brother Voodoo, Doctor Voodoo, uh,
1: but it's, but see the, with the Mystic, the, I mean, yeah, yeah, I kinda yeah but you have to for,
3: you forget that Danny Rand is basically a Mystic character. He's from this this yeah, Magic yeah, but he's still based on and, just being his a karate. Abil- guy. His
2: ability uh, to use his magic ability. is not. That's I mean, that, yeah. there's nothing that's out that's not out of the. Well, I
3: didn't say his ability, but his his background comes out of that. He's, I can see
1: he's a, Shang sh- Shang doing something like partnering with somebody else a little more high profile.
3: definitely much more down to earth
2: yeah I don't know what's where Shang-Chi is in the Marvel Universe right now well right now he's in
1: Shadowland or whatever he's he's, he's fighting in that Okay, but I w- yeah, you know, let's let's think on that for a second because I think there's potential in and that. And let's way. make
2: that pitch now that we badmouthed Joe Casada earlier. It's my fault. But, we didn't you know, really mouth Okay, him. We I just just said he's in his evil lair. Um, we'll just that could be a compliment. It, he might take it that way. Yeah. Then we'll make that if pitch. you
1: can think of a cool Marvel character. That could be sort of a street, sort of street, street level. I mean, even like the Falcon in Shang-Chi, that would be an interesting. What's wrong with that? that right be You've an just awesome, done it. That would be an awesome pair up right there. But if you can think of a better one, write in to editor
2: at fanboyplanet.com. Mm.
1: Give us your suggestions.
2: Absolutely. And then donate on PayPal because we want, really want to go to New York. But
1: Ghost Rider? No. <laughs> keep no? keep your Ghost Rider out of my Heroes for Hire. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. What about your peanut butter?
1: He mm. could can, can
2: have a little of my peanut butter. Okay. He uh, is the spirit of vengeance on. Toasty there. peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh yeah, <laughs> I'll say I'll stay with the main because I'm uh with the main with one of the big twos with uh talk about uh, Legion of because big news for Rick and myself. I don't know that uh, Lon and Chris are gonna be as excited, but Paul Levitz and Keith Giffen are gonna reunite on Legion of Superheroes.
0: You'll love it at Levitz.
2: They're going to reunite on Legion of Superheroes Annual Number One in December, which will launch a, okay. a, a new Emerald Empress. They're going to
3: have i I'm just looking it over on the shelf right now. They're up to up, up issue five, yes. so they're going to have an annual when they're like at issue eight.
2: Yes, it, I mean part of the joke is you know it's like I, Giffen pointed out. It's like I think the fourth or fifth Legion Superheroes Annual Number One that they've done. <laughs> uh, but to remember that they're they're the people. Both of them made their name on the Great um, Darkness Saga, which is about. Again, I'm not sure if it actually came out or is about to. There's a really nice collected edition of that coming oh, out that's in time good. for Christmas. I'll buy that. Yeah, Well, I know you will, so yeah. I'm letting you know that's on Rick's wish list right now. There you go. And Great so just in time for that to come out, then this launching a new Emerald Empress will be will be in December. He draws a really good dark side he does yeah. the other thing that is going to do is uh, well now with the internet it's going to be even easier than it was before it's going to be fan driven legion leadership elections are back <laughs> if we dial in or just phone do a call? survey online <laughs> you see all the legions holding up so the number yeah. of fingers yeah the just, dial for you know, the last figured, number. it can be done fast enough that they can that they can get it to print you know within wow. within a month so wow. okay yeah so uh, th- I'm just excited that that old tradition, which goes back to the '60s, yes. is back. Yep. So
0: I remember those back in the late '70s, early '80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Very exciting. Uh, so uh, before another, you move on, oh yeah, well, maybe, let me know uh, before you move on to movies. Okay, I'm going back up here because I got to point out that there's another unlikely team up happening in comics. Barack Obama. And Sarah Palin I mean, are teaming up with Archie.
0: Huh? Oh, is that literacy thing? <laughs> no, this is, they're not. <laughs> yeah,
2: neither they're, one of them is actually cooperating. Teach Sarah Palin to but read. as public figures, uh, there's uh, there's going to be a series in uh, a series of stories in Archie, or mm. uh, you know, a multipart story about. Uh, Riverdale elections, uh, and so it's going to get so heated that uh, the, the left and the right. Archie, of course, is siding with Obama. And who do you think is uh, is the pale? J- head? Nope. Nope. Veronica. No. Who's evil? Oh. Re- uh, Reggie. Reggie, yeah. <laughs> yeah <so laughs>
1: wow, that's kind of biased. But well,
2: the cover shows Obama and and Palin sharing a malted at Pop's Chocolate Shop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. did, by the way, did you ever see
0: uh, Archie X, the uh, militant black version of Archie? No. no. <laughs> uh, when Malcolm X came out, someone did it as a like a, as a comic, a, as like a zine. Okay. And was putting it around, and it had the greatest line of ever. We didn't land on Riverdale; Riverdale landed no, on us. Nice. And I was like on the floor for that, and I haven't been able to find it for years. Well, you're
2: gonna say you haven't been able to get off the floor since. So, yeah.
1: Really? Do you have to knock him down all the time? <laughs> I do. I do. God. You know he, when he's buried under all those
0: Hugo's? He did. You know win. when you he who slings the <laughs> quantum universe it happened,
1: <laughs> Derek? He who slings mud only loses ground. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Wow. You know, if Thank you don't you, learn Shane to master G. your
0: rage, your rage will become your master. Yeah, that's some Sphinx for you.
1: I was just sticking up for you, jerk. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you want to go?
2: <laughs> I want to see that. I was.
1: Next time, I won't. I won't back you up. Speaking
2: of throwing down, go ahead and knock him down. Uh, again. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of throwing down, we I, we really haven't talked about this, but Mick Foley is writing yeah. a comic. Really? Yes, yeah. with Shane Riches, uh, a guy that uh, Lon and I know um, because he's been. You do you know Shane?
1: I know Shane. Yes. Is that the guy I insulted at that party?
2: Well, that really narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> you did meet him at a party, because Shane also uh, hosts oh. From Dust Till He is a
1: lovely man, by the way. Yes.
2: And Shane is co-writing with Mick Foley a title called RPM, which is coming from 12-Gauge Comics, which is a company we really <coughs> haven't paid a lot of attention to, but they're do- they've got some pretty high-profile creators. David dave tishman was writing with true blood uh oh, wait. well no that's for idw uh but he he's right he's writing that uh, one with the country singer that was about the oh. the the bounty hunter um oh, oh crud, um, the bounty hunter no 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 it's a character for the for the country singer to play
1: oh travis tritt it maybe
2: was it travis tritt
1: no is it the big one yeah uh what's his name uh God, the guy who's pro-America and whiskey oh, for oh, my horses yeah, and stuff um, like that? Again, he was on the Colbert, down. He
0: was on the Colbert Christmas special. Oh, Toby Keith. Toby? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I, okay. I
2: think it's Toby Keith. That would uh, make sense. But uh, anyway, uh, and I wish I could remember that one. That's sad because now Dave Tishman listening going, screaming the name of the book at us. And we talked about it on the Dave Tishman interview. <laughs> A few months back, so I guess Stephanie, listen and tell us which inter- which uh, episode that was.
0: Save us, Stephanie! You're our <laughs> only hope. <laughs>
2: oh, oh. Send a hologram, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, RPM's coming. It's kind <laughs> of a Carbon near future, uh, kind of a he calls it a mercenary courier, combined a corsenary. Uh, it's kind of like Run Lola speed, Run in comics with super speed, and so the guy's got superpower, but kind of that tough kind of sensibility that uh, humorous sensibility too that um, Mick Foley has. I was just watching. Mick Foley was guest guest on the uh, Warren the Ape show yes. on MTV, which is from Greg the Bunny.
0: Mm-hmm. Warren de Montague.
2: Warren de Montague, <laughs> the ape with the helmet, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was an episode with Mick Foley in it, which was nice. uh, pretty funny. That's what caught my attention. Like, Mick yeah, Foley's
0: Mick, on his pop show. Mick's been wanting to write comics for a while, from what I understand. Yeah,
2: well, he'd worked with Jill Thompson. She had illustrated okay. his children's books. Yeah, and so. You know, yeah, it's been something that's, that's interesting for a while, so now it's coming soon. Uh, I think in November is when it's coming from 12-gauge, so I'm looking forward to, to that. just want to throw it out there, see if we can talk to Shane. Talk, maybe we can talk Come to back, Mick. Come back, Shane. Yeah, Come talking back. to Mick would be great.
3: I did see, I did. I was tuning channels because I. it's been a long time since I watched any of this stuff on a regular basis. I've gotten uh, better.
2: Network television. No, no, no. You're no. Tuning. Channels. I was
3: tuning, and I saw Mick Foley on one of the wrestling shows. Yes,
0: he was on. He's in TNA officially. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. um, he has. He they're doing some. I want to say right now he's not actually in.
3: No, I didn't see him actually wrestle. He was yeah, doing most was, of the. He was like doing a lot of
1: promoting.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, he's there's this whole the whole ECW revamp thing. I think he's a part of. I actually haven't watched TNA in a while. Okay, but uh yeah
2: no. you're our wrestling editor I aren't figured you? you'd know yeah, if, I, I if any of us would good wrestling
0: mud wrestling? yes mud so wrestling like, tapes or yeah, I wrestling. know. I <laughs> what? <laughs> mostly tapes
2: <laughs> is it wrestling for apartments yeah. like the rents or so okay
1: it's not bum fights dude it's because he pays wrestlers yeah. to fight
2: okay well that's all the <laughs> comics news I have this week unless Actually, I unless just have a, something he's got Go three ahead. comics news oh, let's do it I just want
1: to do a quick lawn review of a couple comics
2: um Hey, don't spoil one of this, because I, I haven't bought this yet. I mean, this really. isn't
1: really more of the content of the comics. I just wanted to talk about uh, one of the first things that, that brought my love of comics when I was a kid was the artwork, mm-hmm. and, I, and it's kind of weird, because today, you know, artwork is kind of hit and miss here and there, uh, and I noticed uh, the two standouts this week that I wanted to bring up were Flash number 5, uh, looks like the pencils are by Francis M- Manipool. Manipool. Um and it's, co- it's more as colors, too. Um, is he the but, colorist? Uh, I don't know who the co- let's See the colorist is. Uh, uh, Brian um, <clears throat> Butch Gelato.
2: Actually. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Butch Gelato. Okay, so Butch Gelato. It's it's like, <laughs> as opposed to but, uh, gelato, the gelato.
4: yes.
1: <laughs> the, the, but the Manipal's pencils are very kind of manga-ish. Um, the coloring is really good. I really enjoy it. But the artwork is... Uh, it's fun. It's it's a little cartoony, but uh, I just thought it was really cool. I look. At um, it it kind
2: of reminds me a lot of Scott Collins. We've always liked Scott Collins. Well, it almost enough. looks like it's, a, it almost looks like it's Brave and the Bold. Yeah, yeah. You it's know, a
1: little. Like it's almost a little too kiddie, but
0: it remind it reminds me of, the Flash in particular reminds me a lot of of uh, Waringo. Oh yeah. It's it's not
1: Warringo Is not all Waringo, but it's, no. But the,
0: the way he yeah, I guess Flash. what you're
1: saying. Yeah. And then the other one this week is. Uh, GI Joe origins. I'm always talking about GI Joe books, well, but hey,
0: you know, one that
2: you're our GI Joe editor. Then I I've am officially promoted you on the air. But uh,
1: Snape. But the thing is, is you know, everybody that likes GI Joe likes Snake Eyes. And this issue is what number nineteen, and it's got Snake Eyes on the cover with swords and blood, and they're going to tell his origin. A great again. Cover, no, it's you know what it is. Is uh, of course, what's what do we know about GI Joe comics and Snake
2: Eyes? What's the he doesn't talk.
1: Well, he doesn't talk, but we also know like one of the most popular issues of the original Marvel run is the G- silent issue. Was a silent issue? Yeah. So this origins one is completely silent. I'll um, uh, tribute to that. I'm sure that's where they were going, but I mean... Who's the writer on that? Uh, is that uh, Larry Hama? Hama. It is Larry I Hama again. Okay. I would
0: hold on to that because actually they just forgot to put in any of the word bubbles. Well, okay. that's how so the original one So that's like the, uh, went, the Billy Ripken. Uh, right, but the thing is... Wasn't that ar-
2: uh, original famous issue number 19 as well? Famous issue? What? The, the silent issue of of, of G.I. Joe from 19 or 21? It was I original I think, run. I think it was 19. So I thought it was
1: twenty twenty one.
2: I don't know, but it could be. Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking The Dark Tower, anyway. But uh, the Not artwork,
1: this is done by uh, Mr. Joe Benitez, mm-hmm. oh. uh, with colors, or inks by Victor, ya- is it Llamas? Yama! Yamas. You, you covered
2: it with your thumb there. Llamas, that's uh, L-L. Okay, ya. but it's Lorenzo Lamas. Why am I telling you? That well, means it's
1: llamas. Anyways, and colors by Jay Brown, but the artwork is very, if you're a Snake Eyes fan, like I remember when we were kids. And, and I, I am. Uh, we would always get the GI Joe comics with that were all Snake Eyes, so we could draw them and stuff. This, uh, the artwork on this is really cool. On um, yeah. the story itself, you know, it's pretty basic. Um, it reads pretty visually well. The artwork is fantastic, though. Um, and so, I just if you're if you're an art enthusiast and a GI Joe fan, and you're maybe not, I like, do like to look at that book. That's yeah. a nice like up right there. We're really showing a picture of Snake Eyes and. His gun and everything. I mean, I just, I don't. I was really impressed by it. So those are my two art picks of the week. G.I. Yeah, Joe. If I could say art-wise,
2: Flash. I got suckered into a book last week. And uh, and I meant to write it. And uh, Scott Collins was the artist and writer. And I, I love Scott Collins' artwork. And it is actually really good. There's a JSA special number one. Oh. That was secretly wrapping up the plot line of a book. I hadn't been reading and could because I purposely did not care. Magog.
3: Oh, oh.
2: And so I. Yo, Magog. So they put it into my box because I have said all JSA stuff. Please go into my go in there. It was like it was a continuation of a regular JSA story, and it wasn't. It had no context. I was about two thirds through before I kind of pieced together. I guess what was going on in the Magog book, which I wasn't buying because I don't Magog like the or
1: Magog. You say
2: magog gog and magog, gog and magog. Okay, I don't know if
3: you're Irish. You get it's magog. The just, fire Sign theater said you are saying magog. it like a
1: like a British, like
2: magog, like a
0: British.
1: I say
2: like a British. You're saying it like a British. Well, I want to be a British. If we can successfully go to Broadway, then the next thing I can get is enough donations to move to London. Well, you won't get it if you keep saying magog. I might.
1: Mm. Perhaps it'll come in pounds. Do but you I'm say Madonna?
2: She does, <laughs> uh, I said. Madge.
1: Mm. Oh, because yeah.
2: even when I think I can't get any more pretentious, you show me the way. Merry
0: Christmas. <laughs> it's kind of
1: like my favorite part in Blue Thunder, where Malcolm was a Malcolm McDowell was like, "We must shoot it down with a heat-seeking missile." And I was like, "You mean a missile?" He's like, "No, missile." You know, <laughs> really, he talked back to you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what were you on? He's like, no, a I mean missile. missile. <laughs> and then Lon climbed into the screen and it
2: became part of the What's film. frightening the me Rose
0: of San Jose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's frightening me is that it was actually from Lon a fairly good Malcolm McDowell impersonation. <laughs> <A> heat-seeking <laughs> missile. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, I was very disappointed to bought that was four ninety nine. That wow. I, I, damn. Wow. I was really yeah double size beautiful art from Scott Collins, and I can't even blame him for the story. If I had been a Magong fan, I guess that would have mattered. But I was just so felt like no.
0: I so I bet good. you
1: wanted to shoot it with a heat-seeking, heat-seeking missile. Oh. Not at the
2: time, but now
1: I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> oh, funny. Dear. Can,
3: can can I say one that I enjoyed? No, the. I don't
2: I, want you to say I just
3: I just saw on the I saw on the shelf gotcha. that there's a there's a second printing of a, uh, Avengers 3 mm-hmm. which if you look on the cover, you know who that is, right? Oh
1: that's Kill Raven
3: from, from, uh, Killraven. from War of the Worlds. Raven.
2: with a heat-seeking miss award. Ms. <laughs>
3: And then also in there is... Devil Dinosaur. dinosaur. (laughs) So they got introduced in issue three, but they got brought out more. They just come in at the end of issue three. Issue four was really a joy because you have Killraven coming up to Spider-Man and saying, there you are, and recognizing Spider-Man from the crossover Spider-Man did with Killraven. In Marvel Team-Up. Long time ago, and for Killraven, it's been two weeks
2: since that happened. And for Spider-Man, how it's long has it been? Forty we, years.
3: There's no way of <laughs> well, know, no yeah. really <laughs> way of knowing
2: because <laughs> about twenty
3: years, I think, and. Uh, but uh, it's just uh, I, I'm really uh, for somebody who dropped all my all the adventure titles before the reboot. I'm enjoying the heck out of all Bendis these. Bendis brought you back to. Bendis me? brought me back, and especially mm-hmm. on this book, which is time
1: travel crazy fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just thought of a weird. I need a Zorlac on it. I need a Zorlac check on this. Okay, okay. Kill Raven is a character from the future, right? Yes, mm-hmm.
3: uh, an alternate future okay. based on H. G. Wells' War. Of the I am
1: not going to get you, or you guys might, might know this one, but it, I can't even remember. There was a character. You guys remember? Was it Marvel presents? Marvel Comics presents? that came out maybe in the nineties.
3: I there there've been,
1: the been, a, there've the been a lot of those titles. Yeah. That. Didn't yeah. they have a futuristic character that they only did his stories in there? And he I, he wasn't Solo because Solo's a different like mercenary right, character, right? Right, right. right, right, right. Uh, there was this like futuristic, oh. like half cyborg. Deathlock. 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 No, not Deathlock, no, He was, was a white dude. And he had long, kind of long hair. It was almost like Nomad, but he wasn't like Nomad. Um,
2: oh, you know what? You know he what was I'm in Marvel about? Spotlight. Paul Galassi did the artwork, and I remember reading. I, c- I can't tell what you what the character's character? name was, was but I remember reading a
3: Gerber book? Or? I
2: just remember reading it saying, crap, this is Deathlock. but it's not. Was it? Oh. And no, it wasn't. But, but, he old, the story but the was? idea but the story was it was the, the future, he was the half, you know, he was like escaping from a corporation. Was it? Because um, it reminded me of kind of Kill, I thought it was almost like they were updating
1: But Kill he looked Raven. like, Kill,
2: he looked more like Kill Raven. Yeah, because if you know hair. who
1: I'm talking about, right? In, yeah, right yeah, in, yeah. Right in the yeah. editor
2: at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Because I
1: really want, because I actually got, I bought those Marvel Comics Presents, those are cool books because it was like
2: little, Was it Marvel Spotlight or Mar- oh, Marvel, Comics Presents the, the weekly yeah. one, right? The weekly one with the Like the four features? Yeah, they'd have Mm -hmm. like four different stories in the book. There was a Wolverine on everyone, and then it was Ghost Rider for a while. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but they would have have eight pages of this character. Yes, yes. I do remember that. But it it so reminded me of Kill Raven.
0: By the way, a sidelight on, since you mentioned H.G. Wells. Yes. uh, The next issue of Exhibition Hall, my steampunk fanzine. A transcript of H.G. Wells and Orson Welles' discussion in 1940 on a radio station in San Antonio in which the greatest of all time moment is when H.G. Wells says, I hear you made a movie, Mr. Wells, and I would like to hear you talk about it. And he talks about Citizen Kane. That's, can I get that on eFanzines.com? You can get that And, on and, 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 and then the,
2: sta- the radio station was destroyed by a heat-seeking missile. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say aliens. You're tying it back <laughs> into <two piles. laughs>
3: HG Wells in Time After Time with... Uh, uh, oh, oh
2: I haven't even thought about there that. That's <laughs> I right. am far more brilliant is than it? I thought. Although
3: that, that, that McDowell is a lot more understated. I do not know what this
0: understated means. <laughs> I know you don't. Wait, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was for my christeners.
2: Every time you say that, a piece of my soul... No, I can't even say There's that. There's a that, bunch that. of it on the floor <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I need a glow ball. Okay, um... Anyway, let's go to movies, shall we? Yeah. Let's go right we need now. We Let's go oh, to the movies. Mean, oh, we're not going to. Should we start with Diane Nelson's little thing? Uh, what, what, what? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Diane Whoa. Nelson. in
0: fear? You're infer- talking about my yeah. wife here. Right? No, my okay. wife. Okay, my mistress then. Okay. okay, first off, what? she likes the bears. She's mine. She likes the Chicago bears? I think he's a little <laughs> more <laughs> or Harry, pro- than Harry you. hairy guys.
2: Because really, she's
0: into the Captain Caveman look. No, I, uh, <laughs>
2: I understand that when we take you off, you're smooth. I've, I've, I've rubbed Lon's back. It's like what? a razorback hog. <laughs>
1: wow, I think yeah. we need to team up and kill Derek <laughs>
2: <laughs> with
1: a heat sinking <laughs> missile.
0: <laughs> I don't want to die. Mm.
2: Move on,
1: there, I genius. Uh, t- Was that a Tank
0: Girl reference?
2: No. Diane Nelson uh, did say, however, that they, despite what Lon was saying, which makes perfect sense to me, that Marvel's placed themselves very well with Marvel Studios and, all, and the Marvel Entertainment idea, that uh, what DC's going to do is not going to be a carbon copy of. Yeah, well, of that's the why Marvel not going to be a That's movie. why they
0: will lose. That's exactly
2: my point. And the inference is that. She, she, she believed that every character was a good standalone and therefore we're not going to get a Justice League. And yet you look at Smallville and what everybody's screaming for is we want a Justice League. But you know what? A Justice what? League can
1: work on TV. I don't I'd think be happy could, with no. that.
0: I don't think it could work on the big screen. I don't think it could like don't think it could sustain a series nearly as well as it could a big event movie.
1: No, because you've got a group dynamic that you can have everybody play off, you can build different storylines week by week.
2: I mean, it's that's perfect. For I'm television. all for seeing a Justice Society show. TV yes, show. I'm all for. I I'd be all for seeing a Justice League movie. The problem with it, with the Justice League TV series is that there's, there's no way they're going to let you actually have Superman on it. You're not going to have Batman on it. Yeah, you know that's that. Well, for DC's their...
1: got plenty of Hamanegar characters they could go to. So uh, I mean, I know, but you ooh, know. let's bring
0: back Steel. Dude, hammer
1: time.
2: He's in the Justice Society. Vixen. Yeah, she's back too. She's in the Justice League right Gypsy? now. Uh, Gypsy. Gypsy. I, I like gypsy. I'd no, read a
1: vixen and gypsy book. That'd be awesome. I, I don't. Would think too. They, I don't think they're going to produce. Chicas of prey. I don't no. think they're going to produce the <laughs> Fire, vixen and gypsy book. you're Guy thinking. Gardner. Oh God. No, I just think a sassy black woman with animal powers and an old and a like a Latina did gypsy you, woman. Did you say an old gypsy woman that's not <laughs> a gypsy is.
0: Are you describing Stevie Nicks? <laughs> <laughs> I want. An, I want a witchy woman. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Okay. Wow, wow. Anyways. What about five? Did yeah, I don't think... Five? But the thing is... Shut is, up! <laughs>
1: you know what will be interesting is the Avengers movie will essentially be the template for a group superhero movie. So yeah. a lot of people... Like, DC might look to them first and say, if Marvel can pull it off... There might she might change your way of thinking well, about and, a JLA if movie. They can,
2: you know, if they're going to do your Green Lantern 1, 2, 3, you're gonna, probably going to do a Flash and try to do that as a Flash 1, 2, 3. But
1: yeah. just the logistics from a writing standpoint, yeah. to establish all these main characters in one movie and then have them fight a foe, and
2: then it's just yeah No, I'd like tough. to see all those get separately established and then come together. Mm-hmm. I But I would also like to see and DC's been trying or Warner Brothers has been trying to do it they just haven't done it well it's like we really haven't even mentioned that Marvel Studios is doing a Runaways movie they're doing these titles that can that can stand alone and they could yeah. tie back in if they if they wanted to but they're not ready to and so I want to see DC do that well
0: you know what DC could see, do as a group movie but don't give me another Jonah Hex please say the Challengers of the Unknown no oh,
1: Teen that'd Titans be great yes you could do a Teen Titans movie. You could do
2: a Teen Titans movie, you could do a Challenge of the Unknown movie. Oh, be oh a awesome. Challenge of the Unknown would, would be awesome. Love, a Doom Patrol even for some yeah. the guys that pick her would be, cool. be an awesome and there was talk about that. Yeah. I can't remember oh, but you know what? I what think Patrol? I think that control? was that guy that that uh, Akiva Goldsman, I hate him. I I think Akiva Goldsman was uh, was was supposed to be working on a Doom Patrol movie, and I don't want to see his version. I want to see somebody. You want to see a competent I would like to to see a competent one, respecting
3: the original source material. Somebody that
1: actually understands filmmaking, too. Because
2: you know, Josh Brolin cannot give enough interviews right now about how much he how stupid he thought Jonah Hex was. I'm like, really, Josh? Really, really? Because he's he's in
1: the newest Playboy this month. I haven't read it it yet. Pretty bad. I can't, I can't wait to read it yeah uh, you know
0: I had to say one thing about Jonah hex though I will buy it on DVD because yes, so I can pause on the uh on the mm-hmm. Megan in a megan in a corset with her you know and, there's probably those
1: on the internet there are already these things for called free. screen caps no so. I
0: don't I don't do those that's or, or, that's more than really just
3: uh the HM uh, the uh, Maximum magazine you know.
1: you know if you wait a couple years she's gonna be pretty available so <laughs> I mean <you> <laughs> probably <laughs> hire her for fly sure. like screen <laughs> is a true love <laughs> Just saying after she getting drunk kid. she got dumped Doesn't from transfer
0: the podcast. I'm just making sure you know.
2: Brian Austin Green. I'll tell guy. you my Brian Austin Green story. I love later. Brian Austin Green. I'll tell you the stories later. He's amazing. I'll tell you the stories later. Just saying. Okay. Tune in uh, later. What? <laughs> no. It's now later. Uh, Ryan Reynolds gave an interview this week as well in which he said that after doing the Greenland or in between Greenlander movies, uh, you know, he signed up for two different comic book films besides the Greenland franchise. And he's saying that that only only one of them is likely to be made with him he thinks both will be which is R.I.P.D. which is about detectives from beyond the grave a police, police department from wasn't that a oh mistake? Wait. Mistake. Nah, that wasn't, wasn't a, a comic, do, it. right? Okay. It was he's, a comic. He's, he's not going to do yet. that. Uh, he says uh, he's committed to. Uh, he's really more committed to Deadpool. Yes. So uh, that's what everybody Smart thinks he's going to make the Deadpool movie. Why you know what R.I.P.D.
1: sounds like? You remember that movie Dead Heat with Joe Piscopo? Yeah, Treat yeah. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty fun movie.
2: Really, I don't recall it that way. It I was, was fun. I it's 80s fun. I remember renting it. I remember renting it and thinking, what a great concept. And then I was just sort of. I found it very dark in a way I don't think I was ready for. Yeah, it is creepy. Like, it, it, it's horror. It, like, yeah. it, it is yeah. straight-up horror. And, and I didn't expect it to be. I thought it was going to be a buddy cop film. But no, it's a zombie buddy cop film but it's so with awesome. a tragic ending. It's so awesome because
0: they was. both
1: walk off into
2: oblivion. It's great.
0: And that came out at about the same time. What was that?
2: And, like? I, and I will never forget that Joe Piscopo said he wanted to come back as a woman's bicycle seat. Yeah, <laughs> And I noticed that the, that the things you like tend to be the things that have informed your world view.
0: The, of I saw, course, I saw and a double feature. What was that movie with the detective in the uh, the world of magic? Um, the Lord of Illusion? What? No. With Keanu Reeves? No, Good no, no. It no, was like uh, a 1990. and it was detective. Lord of Illusion, in a World of Magic. Was it? Was it that with Scott Bakula? No, no, no. no he's a
3: magician. He's, I mean, no,
0: he, was, Harry Valentine. Yeah, yeah. It was a, there was a detective and there was a murder and there's. Everywhere is Magic and... Lovecraft. Fred Ward was in it. Yes. Was, yes. That, was that called Lovecraft? Yeah. Okay, yes. yes. I saw those as a double feature.
2: It was on. It was like an HBO movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. Fred Ward. Oh, okay. Got to look that up. Yeah. And will you show I think there was a couple. I think they made a couple in that series. Oh, really? Series. Really? So, wow. Yeah. I don't think Fred Ward was in the second one, but um, mm-hmm. anyway... So, okay. what uh, that and of course we we totally missed that at Comic-Con they announced that Legendary Pictures has got the rights to do an American version of Godzilla. And so this wow. week they announced they're going to do Godzilla right. They're not going to try to make a believable serious thing. They're going to make Godzilla versus other monsters. We're going to see an Americanized Godzilla take on other Americanized versions of possibly Ghidra... King so X. is it going to
3: be a guy in a suit, or is it going to be CGI? Uh, I think it's going to be CGI. Okay. I think they're going to. That's not going to be a CGI CGI. Go man in suit. a suit. CGI. Oh, that'd be good. Suit. Wow. <laughs> That'll be a mocap. That's a concept. <laughs> <laughs> they have
1: <laughs> they have like the modeled seams and zippers. <laughs> this just in: Andy Serkis will be playing Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes.
2: Yes. Wow. I am. And all- the cook. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna die in a horrible way.
1: <laughs> are they gonna have Godzuki? I
2: don't know. Oh, okay. Which does remind me. I, I got this DVD. Of, did you watch Pirates of Dark Water? Uh-huh. I did. Okay, so I started I'm watching. Very this.
3: ashamed to say that I did.
2: Oh dear, that was I was a cartoon, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a cartoon, and I and it's purple Pur- oceans, it, green clothes. No, they're dark. Oh, yeah. They're dark water. I know, Rick. I know, I know but the um, highlights are purple. I, I watched the first episode. It's, it's part of that Warner Archives, which I think is still a brilliant plan. And Sony's announced they're doing the same thing, archiving. like right. Those things are limited. You can order them online, and they'll basically print. It's print to, to order. To the orders. So And a little above, because I see them being put in catalog, a uh, catalog my mom gets. I saw sure. it. And went, oh, there it is. So Pirates of Darkwater was a, was a serialized adventure that never finished. Right. So apparently, and I didn't realize it's like uh, Boomerang or somebody mm-hmm. – uh, Had done, like, a joke. Like, they were going to show the uh, lost episodes, the unaired ones, and then basically had, like, the home movies of a kitten playing as if someone had taped over them. (laughs) I like kittens. Yes. Um... I thought it was interesting. I, I watched the f- the first episode and thought interesting animation, better animation than I expected. It, the animation was fine. That's
3: probably why I watched it. But the storyline was just so derivative of everything. And else.
2: and there's a monster. Well, there's a monster in there. It's clearly they recycled other character designs because there's a there's a character in there that is Godzuki, mm-hmm. a blue or purple Godzuki with an earring or something to make it. You know, and I'm just like, huh. And then some characters look like they're from like they got a fire sale on the character design from Nelvana Animation. It, it's like a bunch of different studios threw in video games. S- unused footage, yeah, and they edited it together to create this show. You yeah. know
1: what? You know what? The problem with Godzuki with me was, uh, it really, it really messed up my idea of Godzilla because either Godzilla was a single dad in those movies, which he was, was in the films, yeah. yeah, or Godzilla was a girl, which he was
3: in
2: the other film, yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting. Or but I just she figured it's like. They never show they, like God. Like, why would Godzilla be hanging out with his little son unless he gave birth to it? You know what I mean? Well, like,
2: it's, it's not Godzilla. Well, oh, you don't know for what. First off, no,
1: you the know. Male, oh, the yeah. male
2: version. You of it. You
3: don't know what the gestation period of that egg is. It could be hundreds of years. The Gestation
0: period of the modern Godzilla. But it's, but it's also kind of
2: it? it's also kind of one of those where it's like, but is, can you destroy it <laughs> with a heat seeking <laughs> missile? If
1: Godzilla's a dude. Right. Then, like, what, does he have, like, custody of Godzuki on the weekends yes. or something? Yeah. Like, Every yes. other weekend. Like, you know, all right, honey, I'm going to take him to uh, well, Planet X guys, this weekend. And if you go
2: to the animated version, the question is also, why is Godzuki, the baby, so clearly much more intelligent yes. than dad? Yes. Well,
1: Godzilla wasn't unintelligent. He was just See, really, like... Godzilla. Son of a bitch! So I, didn't, you know I, didn't, I, mean? I didn't really see it as Godzilla being the dad because he comes across
3: this egg. It's not like his egg; he's not been sitting on. Oh it wait, anything. was there
1: an origin movie? I missed
3: yeah. that. Part.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mo- is that Monster Island? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, so, so he finds the egg, so and then, the, oh, the egg hatches,
3: okay. and it comes out. And he's kind of like you know the big brother. He's like in the big brother okay. program to show the kid the road. And it
2: was also changing of studios apparently that uh, or production companies. And so there's a demarcation where Godzilla is more of a badass. And then after a few movies, a different production team took over and he became more family friendly. Cuddly, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuddly, yeah. I like Cuddly. Cuddly Godzilla. plushy if you will. Plushy, perhaps. I like Mothra. Yeah. Mothra. Uh, so it was announced, and I don't know if this will excite you guys, but Michael Emerson and yeah. Terry O'Quinn will be reuniting with J.J. Abrams. In, uh, in a television pilot that NBC has ordered about retired Black Ops specialists, you mean Red? Uh, <laughs> yes, I think it's probably why they went ahead and okayed it. But yeah, where's
1: the lost spin-off I've been hearing so much about? Is this the husband and no, wife? No, there was thing? a
2: seven-minute. Um, no, I know, but.
1: Everybody was saying like they left all these doors open for a lost spin spinoff. So. Uh,
2: no, I don't remember. It. No, anyway, no, the so. husband and wife thing is undercover That's J.J. Abrams. That has nothing yeah. to do with it. Oh, okay. This is a pilot that NBC just commissioned this week.
1: You know what? Do we want to see uh, Michael Emerson and who's Terry, O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn Locke. playing action heroes again? Or oh, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you rather see them in a funny sitcom of like
2: two curmudgeonly this, old this men? This could be a funny sitcom.
1: Yeah. I'm just tired of every show being about like black ops spies and you know like or like US marshals chasing down a me- you know somebody or whatever. See,
0: I'm I love these two guys. I think Terry o- uh, O'Quinn well, I know you do. was fantastic in everything from Tombstone to Lost. I mean, he's just fantastic. He was a stepfather. More. The yeah. stepfather, that's right. And
1: Michael Emerson was great in Lost,
0: Lost. and The Lost. Imposters Lost.
1: and Lost.
0: Okay. Yes. I mean he's, he's and he is genuinely creepy. I have stood like three feet away from him and been like. And let me tell you out.
2: people, as someone who is three feet away from Chris Garcia right now, he knows creepy. I know yeah. creepy. Everybody. Were you like behind him in a bathroom stall or
0: something? Uh, no, we we're at a yeah, that, uh, that was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> we were at a film festival and I was he was there, I was here, and I was like And you oh. were just stalking him.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I. Yeah.
0: I and you know J.J. Abrams, who I absolutely adore, he picked up boiler, uh, boilerplate plate uh, a couple months back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul Guinan, good to hear from you. I know you listen. Uh, really? Yeah. He okay. actually recognized. Ac- when I said you know we I do the fan- fanboy planet podcast, like oh yeah I
2: know that. No no no. You know we get that a lot. It's he probably listens to fanboy radio and thought that's what you said. Perfect. Okay.
0: Mm. Um. That's the Garcia method. <laughs> yes. Um I I think JJ Abrams is on a roll and he's going to do okay. Well, we'll, we'll
2: see I, how
1: Undercovers does. Yeah. Yeah, people.
2: we'll see cuz I was going to say this is the week everything returned. Everything.
3: I don't know if it's on your list but did you watch Chuck last? Well,
2: is, I just wrote everything is returned, so yeah. I did watch Chuck on Monday night. And what would you think? Honestly, I was a little frustrated by it. I was amused. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that it was it was a lot of wheel spinning a lot of wheel spinning and not really wheels moving. on the
1: chuck go around and round.
2: <laughs> and not really moving things forward I, yeah. I you know i even though it was kind of resetting and establishing a new status quo what was going on too much of it felt like old chuck like uh, old episode like old ground chuck like yeah. old ground mm. chuck mm. Mm. A little pinch with your cheek i mouth. mean the funniest part for me was i thought when he said this is not a tv show i thought they were going to do like at least 15 minutes worth of different possible opening credits for different shows it could be is, uh, did you watch it? No. Um, they, yeah. They, well, yeah, you did. But, you yeah. know, I saw that, like they, they, they do the outlets like I Spy. Right. And they do a split screen where you just see Chuck's eyes as they're going over a map of all the places in Europe they're <laughs> going. And I thought that was going to be like the new opening sequence. And they do just new joke opening sequences. I thought, okay, I'd be amused by that every time somebody did some, you know, showed like a different thing that other people were, but were doing. But a lot of people wouldn't get that at yeah. all. Yeah. I don't care. I know. <laughs>
0: no, I do have a question. I watch
2: the Venture, Br- Venture Brothers. <laughs> I am all about the inside. That's fine. I'm, I'm there, too. Did,
0: did No Ordinary Family start yet?
2: No, that has not yet started. No. I think, But I think it might be this week Is everything is yeah, starting this the one,
0: week. That's the one I really do care about, and I haven't seen anything about it. No, mm. well, really? It was all over Comic-Con and nobody watched. Yeah. Well, no. So. I, have, I haven't. I haven't seen anything the, on the no commercial. The
3: buzz from the episode they showed or the scenes they showed was not good.
0: The trailer was great. Or the, the pilot was <coughs> great. I loved yeah. it. You've seen the pilot? Yeah. It was on oh, I see the ABC. pilot. Yeah. Okay. okay. So well, t- talk about it then.
2: So you think it's a, it's a great I show? I think
0: that Chiklis is probably the best actor working right now in genre. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in genre. Okay. How many? Yeah. And by okay. With the
0: possible exception of uh, Sam Rockwell. I think he embodies genre characters better than anyone.
2: Okay. okay. Really? Yeah. So you say he's the John Saxon of his generation. Yes. There you go. Um, Chickless
0: is pretty much
1: a one note character, isn't he? I mean.
2: I would disagree with that yeah. because mm. I've seen Chickless in a lot of different things before he got famous. Yeah. The Blues mm.
0: Brothers movie. Or uh, the, uh, the, the Wired.
2: Belushi, yeah, Wired. The Belushi movie. The uh, The Kamish. The Kamish And Daddy O, the sitcom he was on for a little while. <laughs> Fantastico- and then the Shield. Core. Well, the, I would say The Shield and Fantastic Four are probably very similar yeah. In, yeah. in characterization. Well, no,
1: don't get me wrong. You're talking to the biggest Shield fan here. I love Chickless, but I'm just saying it's like ever it since The Shield is –
2: what? Say it again.
1: I love Chickless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that
2: uh, – I just I think can't tell it, you how many partners you've walked into where he says, let's go chickless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, – I thought it was just mispronouncing Chicklay. Hey, hey, he yeah. likes gums. Oh, he like. <laughs>
1: What? Oh no. But uh <laughs> ever since the Shield I I feel, I feel like shiny. he's he's just been Vic Mackey ever since. So I'm a little I'd be interested to see how he, you know, does in this family yeah. role. Because when he came to WonderCon and he walked in, you know, through the crowd to go to his panel, I was like, Hey, Vic Mackey just walked in because he had the leather jacket and the, the shades yeah. and everything. So it's kind of funny. I mean, you know, well he's, that's the thing that's really he's shot him guy, to fame. So.
2: I mean, the commish was popular enough for a couple of seasons, yeah. but what put him on people's radar, you know, the average show was the shield. So, oh, the shield. He's a awesome. canny actor to say I'm going to stick with that image, you know, because the commish was like curly haired. He was he was kind of a bumbling, mm-hmm. but but effective. Yeah, because he
1: kind of started as like comedy guy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it'll be. Inter- I'd watch it. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, what else? And of course, Glee started last night. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Loved it. Uh,
1: yeah,
3: shaking things
2: up a little bit. Uh, All right. I don't watch Glee. <laughs> 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 we know that was, that was called lawn baiting. Well, no,
0: no, no, but it's banned in. Seven <laughs> last <states>. night.
1: <laughs> last night, I just happened to have the TV on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And. Uh, you know, flip through, and I was like, oh, Glee. And then, like, I got, like, a phone call or something, so I left it on that channel. So while I was kind of talking... And it it was, broke your television? Well, no, it was still going on, and I was, like, sitting there going, like... And they show these kids, they're singing that Jay-Z song or whatever. Yeah. yeah, And they, like, all come out, and they're, like... And I was sitting there going, okay, so they're singing a song. Okay, they're called Glee, but they're doing a whole song that's mostly rap. So I was like, is that singing? Real? I mean, like... The, the- and then, like, they all come out, and they're all doing this, like you know white boy yo-yo with the hats and the glasses and the chains and it was just like it was kind of embarrassing i was like embarrassed for the people on glee i was like, so you didn't get the joke of, of the just, entire episode
2: you've just given me by the way a new rap name i should be known as white boy yo-yo <laughs> well, that's pretty good
1: well that's how you would do it that Well, i did take it out of context yeah, you are the correct the entire
0: episode was basically <laughs> reacting to everyone's criticisms of glee and which was what which though? is that uh, glee is if you take 25% uh pop, pop. standards, 25% Rap. musicals, 25% top 40 yeah, yeah. and 25% whatever whatever the producers happen to have on their DVD or CD player at the time that's you get glee there was actually like a Is, is a that person, untrue? though? It's true no it's absolutely huh. true so then, but it's it's a criticism that was made of the show and that and Glee gets a lot of heat from it. even the writers on Community, which open which starts tomorrow, and I'm so excited for oh, it. Dude, up yeah. against Big Bang Theory. Yeah, screw it.
2: Um,
3: I choose Community. No. Community,
0: no question.
3: Heretic.
2: Best show on I TV. I don't know what to do. I love both shows so much.
3: You watch Big Bang Theory. That's it. What?
2: <laughs>
0: no, but I love wow, both got the got shows, shows so much. Um, now you I'm- are not my real father. <laughs> I know. Stop it.
3: If I was your real father, you'd obey. <laughs>
0: If you are my real father, you would have died 25 years ago. And suddenly oh, got it got dark. It's getting ugly. How it? long oh. have you known Rick? Oh, my God! <laughs> Go to your room, Derek. It
2: was Debbie that called my mom all those years ago. Okay.
0: Anyways, um, yes, if we can get out of this. Um, they, uh, I think Glee was a great show, and I thought it was very, very smart. Here's the thing I'll
1: say about Glee. I can't knock it because first of all Jane Lynch is on it, and she's awesome in everything she does. She's hilarious. Um yes. and the thing is is it's it's well produced and it's well written and it's fine but it's just I just but it just goes but way ahead has the yeah. first
2: 6 pages. We know how Well that no goes because with
1: once you. they start singing and dancing I go. Are you kidding me? But Are here's you what you get, f- you, you, okay, you no wait. I got to
2: say th- I've got to say this. Lon, if we go the Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I know. At that. some point, they're going to sing and dance. I'm prepared
1: for that. <laughs> but wait, answer me something, because I saw, like, when Glee first came out, I maybe saw the first three episodes. Now, when I saw this one episode the other night, did the gym teacher get a sex
2: change?
0: Yeah, Different I, gym teacher. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Because I saw no. the exact But it's the same, same actor, looks, right? Looks, no. No. No, I was looking actually like, a woman.
2: This is actually a woman. No, it was a guy with lipstick No, and no, no. no, no. I looked it up today because I was No, afraid. that's a good. No, I was, I was, I was no. trying she very hard. She's an arm wrestling, female arm it, wrestling champion. She's
3: made been, been acting for four I years. I was going, that guy has unplumbed death, depth and no, y- his you ability No, you
0: could look her up. Act. Her name yes. is Dot... I want to say she was in one of the. Uh, but wait, wasn't that the, the gym
1: Gaga teacher? Videos. Wasn't that the gym oh. teacher that liked the hot no. chicken? No, 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 it's no not.
2: the joke. Is she was. A, this was a new football coach, and she's under pressure because everybody always makes fun of having a woman football coach. Oh, okay. Because I'm actually, watching it, thinking it was a great character. Oh, no. For yeah. about 20 minutes, I'm sitting there going, "That's Tanaka. That's what is Tanaka doing exactly <laughs> in drag?" And and no, and you sure it's just not Tanaka's I'm alter sure, ego? I'm sure. I looked yeah. it up. I looked okay. her up on the U.S. internet. On, on the U.S. US internet, is. you say U.S. <laughs> IMDb. dot com, uh, you know. So
0: okay, yeah, I, I looked right. her up today. So. Yes, and I she was. I think she was in the Lady Gaga video for Telephone.
2: She might have been. They don't always have video credits
1: yeah.
0: uh, on IMDb. So
1: I'm just saying. You guys enjoy your Glee. I just we do. Did you have the same problem with Greece?
2: There was a good, you know. Fight. Yes, you Grease, did. Grease kind of rubs me that violent. same way. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whales are just gay dolphins. <laughs> I'll tell you my <laughs> grease story off air. So. Okay. Ooh, I'm a little scared. I, 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 know. I don't want to Let's just say I was a
2: hostage air? Did of grease. Okay. <laughs> it did for just a moment. Let's um, move on. Yeah. Painful memories. Let's. 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 Okay. Um, so uh, I did just want to point out, of course, uh, that uh, I I don't know if this ties in, but I sent Rick uh, a link to. A great, great Doctor Who product. So this is a moment that oh, yeah, Lon yeah. can expect to because I gotta blow my nose. I know, I know. Um, that <laughs> 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 not on the air, you fool! Wh- Get it away from my mic. Unleash the heat-seeking <laughs> missile.
0: I'd like wrong. to apologize to my christeners for that. That was not me, <laughs> <laughs> Linda. I apologize.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was Lon. Anyway, uh, and you found it discounted. So you got to tell me where it was that you found it discounted. Oh, if I would known that I was going to be quizzed on this. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't a, hard to find. It's a really cool TARDIS that's uh, in, in two it's, magnetic fields.
1: St- and
0: you can spin it. Oh. They've, they've had these types I of That's not what I was before. thinking it was. It floats and you can spin it. I thought you were talking about the TARDIS pop tent. No. So uh What buddy of mine came <laughs> from England. you sleep standing last week, up in it or is and it
2: bigger on the inside? <laughs> I would totally be willing to sleep standing up if I was in a TARDIS.
0: So a friend of mine said, uh, Chris, have you seen the latest TARDIS? And I because he's from England and he came out this weekend. I'm like, No. It, it, and he,
2: he he came out this weekend? You just outed him on the air.
0: Oh my god. Well we did go to Sonoma. But anyhow <laughs> Uh we he, we were talking he we enjoyed said, a nice kevach to me now. <laughs> we did actually. Um and uh so he said, yes, it's one of those, like, tents that pops up, you, you, like a voila. He called it something, whatever the British name for it is. And it's the TARDIS. <laughs> and I'm like, I want one. <laughs> what if the the British? British
3: have a oh. name
0: for tents that pop up? No, no, the
2: voila. 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 So the British have another word for the French word that we use.
0: <laughs> well, no, the, there's... They there's say viola. <laughs> uh, viola. Viola! Viola! <laughs> Magog keep <laughs> seeking voila life.
2: anyway oh voila anyway
0: <laughs> that sounds
2: fascinating but no there was a wow and it's, a, they, it's a toy it's basically it's a variation on a
3: toy that they've had before where you have two magnets yeah, I don't have that toy in
2: no been, this has
3: been out for a while they've had they've had like spindles that you what spin are these that magnets
0: are you speak of magnets <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly the insane clown posse descends on the
1: podcast <laughs> hi Teela tequila <laughs>
4: Ooh,
3: ooh! Obscure oh, callback. Oh, hate crimes. Look it up on YouTube, kids.
2: So, oh, oh, but, but this hole. looked really,
3: really cool. And you, you sent it to me first. It was forty-four dollars for this uh, little uh, desk toy. Mm-hmm. You, basically, the TARDIS sits there, and I imagine it's battery powered. That, that
2: you also really can't keep near a computer, can you? No, sure you can nowadays. Yeah. Oh, okay, nowadays yeah, you can it's
3: fine. It's
0: all it. ball bearings nowadays. Yeah, it's all ball. What? Be- it's all ball bearings
3: and steam. <laughs> Where oh. do the gerbils fit in? Yeah. Wherever No. No, no. Um <laughs>
1: Hide Richard Gear So in, <laughs>
3: And we're back when Into you turn the tequila? When you turn it on <laughs> the TARDIS levitates between the two magnetic fields. Yeah. And so of course it's sitting there and in the center of the fields is the TARDIS and you can just spin it on its center axis. Nice. It's I very it. very cool, it's awesome. And the the first one you sent, sent me was forty four dollars, and I think I found it for like thirty five on another site. Okay, that's and, good. Uh, it's probably uh, go I was oh. point out
2: that uh, the BBC has announced that they've gone through a deal that they will continue with their video game episodes. Oh, excellent! So, uh, chapters, and you have
3: played those now?
2: I played one. I played chapter one. I haven't had a chance to download. I mean, I feel bad. I finally got everything downloaded correctly for Clone Wars. I haven't played that yet. Yeah. So uh, maybe this weekend you and I will. Okay. I don't know. I. I I'll, I'll I'll withhold judgment until you can join with me. Okay. Yes. Join with you and together join we will rule <laughs> the <laughs> universe. And again, yes.
0: we're back to Rick as Derek's dad. Oh, yeah. ah, no! <laughs> no, he's only like eight years older than me.
1: Yeah, Those are a productive eight years. I, Come on, Chris, <laughs> stop being retarded. <laughs> oh, uh, look who's ooh. clever. <laughs> he was in the other room working on that one. <laughs>
0: That wasn't what he was I working on. Was, that yeah. wasn't what he was working on. He went back to talk to Bruce Valanche. Oh. Come on, I need a Tardis joke. <laughs> Bruce is he like, wait a minute, he's <laughs> in <the laughs> comics as a Bruce Valanche room. Yeah, he's in the center square. Yeah. Since Hollywood Square's got canceled, times have been lean. That's hilarious. Bruce has a Hollywood Square thing in one of the <laughs> rooms of the house. He goes in and sits and talks.
2: Chris. Since you're here, <laughs> do you have any wrestling news you'd like to talk
0: about? I do. Well Matt Good Hardy, heavens, I'm on the lab. <laughs> Matt Hardy has gone off the reservation. Um uh, you alluded to that in your last column. Yes for indeed, us. I more than alluded to that. I, I believe it. you in back said. <laughs> yes. Um the weird he is thing now is now wanted by the Apache. <laughs> he is trying to get himself fired is what it looks like. Because he is posting to YouTube now that WWE has an actual policy saying that their wrestlers can't have uh, private YouTube or non-approved Facebooks um, because they're having all these weird problems, mostly Matt Hardy flipping out. Um, There was an incident in England which involved him showing up uh, not in shape to work, um, probably messed up on Soma's. Uh, muscle relaxants, sleep mm-hmm, aids mm-hmm. Uh, that are now banned specifically by name, even with per, uh, prescriptions, okay. which is something that has never happened before, and is the w- most widely used drug in wrestling. Even it's more the than drug steroids. all the
1: wrestlers take that put them to sleep and never lets them wake up.
0: Yeah, it basically killed Luis Piccoli. Uh, probably Umaga. Probably Umaga.
1: Probably a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, probably uh, Eddie Guerrero. I maybe. think they
0: were. They found him in Lance Cade's system, but I'm not 100 percent on that. And, you know, it's a massive problem, and they have now flat-out banned him, um, which is probably going to lead to more problems with the boys now, because coming off of regular SOMA use is pretty bad, apparently. So, Hmm. Matt Hardy has done a lot. The rumors are that he wants to go to TNA to restart the Hardy Boys with Jeff, um, who still isn't going to jail, but might be, because they keep pushing back his date. Right. So... Oh, it sounds like, like a very. What parts of these are story? Outstanding
2: uh, versus- family entertainment, and I, if I can say, I I kind of agree with the WWE policy of not allowing those private YouTube mm-hmm. videos or Facebook pages. I mean, yeah. you're, the, that's it, you're a corporate identity, and you're representing exactly. the
0: corporation. And they came up with a great rule, actually: no Twitter after midnight. <laughs> Because guys were twittering after midnight, and you know they'd go to a bar, they'd hang and out, after, they were tweaking and after midnight, yeah. yeah. Twitter, and so they banned midnight. Twitter after midnight. So, I, I can agree with that too. Yeah. yeah,
3: it is. It really is. They. It's not like these guys so invented themselves. So you know long. what, I'm though, gonna, you know I'm what? I, you, I have, I'm, I have a I'm
2: counterpoint. Putting you,
1: I'm putting you on a strict. Diet. I have a counterpoint to no that. Twitter you know why? No. Because why? you say they're corporate icons and stuff, too, but they're all treated as independent contractors in
0: their contracts. And that's another thing that's going and
1: on. And it's one of those where it's like, if you're going to make these guys, you know, force them to, like, not do this and not do that, then you need to give them better health care. Oh, better, I would agree you know with that, too. I would agree with that, You know, you need to provide them a Insurance. better corporate structure. Yeah. Because right now, these guys are going in, and that's why so many of them are dying, because... They're doing these insane schedules, and they're having to work on all this and on these little tiny contracts, and they well, have no
0: protection. But so. I mean, even comparatively to like, let's look at the 1970s when there were five times as many wrestlers in the world, and there were you know a tenth of the number of deaths. They were working harder, and five f- times as many
2: viewers, and
0: f- no, actually, far five less. less. Yeah, yeah. Right. But what's amazing is that that you know you did you what you had people dying of then was car accidents traveling to their 320 shows a year. Sure,
1: and but the thing is though, maybe too though the 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 let's say the level of performance wasn't as high back then either too you had guys that were actually Somehow. grappling and doing mat skills whereas nowadays you got guys that are taking giant falls and giant stunts and That's you know true. getting playing hardcore matches where they're getting their skulls bashed in so yeah it's a little i mean the game has changed too so yeah. i mean if you're going to put all these restrictions on these guys then you know what pay them what they deserve and and take care of their health you know don't just put in a wellness policy that bans certain drugs Give them some health care. You know what I mean? You're a corporation. you know, multi-billion dollar corporation. So. And the
0: one group that tried to that has recently been trying to give wrestlers health care has been failing. Mm. And so well failing to was, even get started.
1: Who was trying to make that movement where somebody was trying Piper. to... Was it to, to get the wrestlers in the Screen Actors
0: Guild? Oh, no, no, no. He was the one who was trying to get a wrestlers union together. Sure. Uh, but there
1: was some... Uh, was it either Raven or somebody else was trying to get him recognizes on the Screen Actors Guild, because then if they were in a union like that, they could yeah. get some kind of health care protection. It was either, it was either Raven or Wouldn't it, wouldn't it, or it be Canyon. AFTRA? More likely AFTRA,
2: because... Well, no, yeah. I was trying to
1: figure out who, what, what wrestler was pushing
0: it. There yeah, was it a was either Raven or right. or right, no, I'm saying it wouldn't,
2: be, it wouldn't be the Screen Actors Guild, because that's, that's oh, film. Oh, well, what's It'd the be television? Yeah, America, okay. uh, or Equity. Be stage, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, could. no, but if you're doing how many TV shows they have going on weekly, and it is scripted, they do have to kind of, you know follow a storyline I mean essentially they yeah. are doing acting they sort know? of
0: fall into that weird realm where you know, Right. it's both but the
1: thing is Vince McMahon's been you know that's why he's so rich is because he's been avoiding this, this paying people can,
2: can run for
0: and it, it's not going it's she's closing the gap even though he the guy has started fighting back which is weird hmm. yes but it could be Senator McMahon and that would make me very happy <laughs> why yes.
2: on that note <laughs> If you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary. I
1: think Linda McMahon should actually have to wrestle for that spot. You know what I mean? In a match.
2: Right in uh, to editor <laughs> at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. I think
1: we covered a lot tonight, guys. We, we, did, guys. I think yeah. we did. I think we did, think we think did some good here. Some, I think we learned yeah. something. I think we did some I, I good here. I, I feel we've all changed. Yeah. yeah. I feel There's like. There's no going back.
2: I feel like I have a lot of editing ahead of me. <laughs> I you should do. just leave it. Just, our, our, just leave it. Our work here is
0: done. raw and dirty. Rick's
2: has just begun.
0: We've only just I begun. I'm stay away from that. If I sing anymore, we have to pay for it.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> no, I think you covered it.
2: Yeah. You just said the whole phrase. That's yeah, That's
1: pretty and much it. And the melody. Yeah. All right.
2: So, We're getting sued. Uh, hey, this is, uh, and if you'd like to donate to the Send the Fanboy Planet podcast to New York to see Spider-Man turn off the dark before it is turned off in the dark forever.
0: If we get more than three grand, I want to go. <laughs> It, yeah,
2: sure. It, you know, yeah, my wife's going to say you're taking who? <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Harry Knowles. <laughs> right. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm taking Randy from from My Name is Earl.
0: Captain uh, <laughs> I, I prefer I prefer Willem from uh, Earth 2 Willem from Mallrats.
2: <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com.
0: Uh, thank oh. you to my christeners. I'm Chris Garcia. You have no christeners. <laughs> uh what no <laughs> uh Lon Lopez are you on Soma? What <laughs> yeah we are wellness policy valuation
3: and I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use, use your, your powers,
2: powers only, only for good. <laughs>
4: good
2: and no Twitter after midnight <laughs> or oh, Christmas.
4: Don't touch my hardware.
3: (laughs) And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at
4: www.lukeski.com.